welcome to the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast. I am Becca Kephart and very excited to be bringing you this week a conversation with Missy Gannon. Missy had a really great showing at the memorial where she made uh, two chase cards and a lead card. And I really enjoyed our conversation. I think you will too. Now, before we get to that, I've got some housekeeping items to take care of. I made my very first Disc Golf Pro Tour fantasy picks for Memorial and didn't do super great, but did well enough that someone out there gets a Disc Golf Pro Tour disc courtesy of the Disc Golf Pro Tour, but I got to select the winner. I used random.org like I do for all my giveaways. And the winner is F. 08. That's F-S-U-N-J-M-08. So be on the lookout for a disc from the Disc Golf Pro Tour. Speaking of giveaways, we just got in our shirts and hats uh, for Ladies of the Chains. I really love how they came out. And you can get those by becoming a Patreon supporter at those tiers. Or right now, if you go over to Facebook or Instagram, I'm doing a giveaway through Friday. Uh, So go and check that out. All right. So this upcoming weekend is the second stop of the Disc Golf Pro Tour in Waco. So I'm going to make my fantasy picks for that event. And you can make your fantasy picks as well at dgbt.com backslash fantasy. I'm really excited for this tournament. We've got 24 women in uh, the open women field uh, and some names that you would expect to see and some newer names as well. I'm really excited to see the Majuano sisters playing. Um, If you remember last year at AM Worlds, They took first and third, and yeah, super exciting to see them uh, out at the Disc Golf Pro Tour. So here we go, updated power rankings. Will Paige Pierce finish in the top five? I'm going to go with yes on that. Uh, She started, again, kind of had an up and down memorial, but uh, was making a charge there at the end, had some really, really good plays. So going with yes. Will Katrina Allen finish in the top five? Yes. Will Sarah Hokum finish in the top five? Yes. Will Paige Birkis finish in the top five? Yes. Will Jessica Weiss finish in the top five? Yes. See what I did there? I picked chalk, but we'll see if that's going to work out for me this time. But all five of those women, uh, fully capable, are doing great things. Um, So hopefully we will see them all in the top five. But again, big field. We'll see uh, what happens. All right. On the MPO side, will Paul Macbeth finish in the top five? I'm going to say yes. Will Ricky Iwasaki finish in the top five? Yes. Will Eagle McMahon finish in the top five? Yes. Will Kevin Jones finish in the top five? Yes. Will James Conrad finish in the top five? Yes. So there you go. That's my new strategy for this week. Uh, also asks who will finish best among the power or ranked number six through number 10 players out of everybody down here. Um, I'm going Calvin Heimberg. That's a no brainer. That guy's on fire. So I'm picking him and we're going to say Calvin finishes in seventh. And those are my picks. So we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, my conversation with Team Dynamic Discs, Missy Gannon. Ladies First Disc Golf is the most comprehensive retailer for women's disc golf needs. With over 50 five-star reviews on Google and Facebook, listen to what their customers have to say. Carla C. says this is the place to shop when wanting to get something special for the disc golfing ladies you know. The superior customer service, ability to quickly make custom orders, product knowledge, and utter kindness shown to all makes this a standout company. If you are looking for stylish and comfortable disc golf apparel and discs for women disc golfers of all skill levels, 
Ladies First Disc Golf has your needs covered. For Ladies of the Chains listeners, we're offering an exclusive 20% off discount on your next order of $19 or more. Visit ladiesfirstdiscgolf.com and use code LOTC20 at checkout. Missy Gannon, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Congratulations on a really good uh, memorial showing. You made lead card. You got on the live video coverage. Can you talk a little bit about your memorial experience? Yeah, man, it was a it was a whirlwind. Um, I, you know, it was my first event of the year mm-hmm. and uh, my first event as you know a full time touring professional, I suppose. So um, I didn't have a whole lot of expectations. I just knew that I. I learned a lot from last summer when I did, uh, you know, a short summer tour. And um, I, I learned that, you know, I, I was playing a little tentative last year. And this year I decided that, you know, I, I, that, that that was hurting me. And I needed, to, I needed to go in, you know, guns blazing, still play smart, but, um, you know, just, just play my game and, and not have any, you know, other emotions going on and try to, block all those things out. And I think that actually really helped me. I played really, really loose. I had great, great, great card mates. I think it's probably the best, you know, set of cards that I had all, um, you know, all weekend, you know, just in my entire career. It's mm. just been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that, that helped. I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of things that went into my success this, this weekend. And um, I'm just super grateful and excited and this wasn't the first time you've played uh with cameras before but did that affect you at all it it seemed like you were pretty loose on there but I always wonder like how much that has an effect yeah no uh, I it doesn't and I know that they you know a lot of time it's like you know oh camera jitters you know for for us maybe newbies or or whatever but um I, I I did have a little experience with it last year um, last summer and, uh, yeah, I don't even see them. I mean, maybe you're a little bit more conscious of, of how you're, I don't know, acting when you're not playing, but uh, between shots. But, um, other than that, you know, I didn't even think about it, It, which I was just, again, super excited. And any, any chance you get to, to sort of, be on camera or, or have your, your game kind of yeah. showcased is really cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, again, I was just, I was really excited and fortunate to have that opportunity. Excellent. So let's go back. Mm-hmm. How did you first come to disc golf? <laughs> um, so it was, let's see, I think it was like 2015, I think, um, me and, my fiance slash caddy, Tom, were on the road. We took a little road trip and met up with our friends uh, from college who actually moved out to Colorado. And they showed us around their little course up in the mountains um, and was like, hey, we, you know, we, play this, we play this new thing called disc golf. You want to come out and play? And I was like, sure. You know, I've heard of frisbee golf and I've played like object kind of disc golf way back in the day i didn't even know i was doing it really (laughs) we were just throwing a frisbee and trying to hit trees and stuff like that um but yeah they took us out to the course and honestly i was pretty defeated after that and i i didn't really like it i was i was like man this 
I, I think it was just because I, w- I wasn't good at it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I wasn't hooked right away. And so we kind of kept going on a little road trip after that. And um, we were, I think we were out in Oregon or something. And we were just like, hey, you know, maybe we should go test that out again. And we, so we picked up a little starter packet at a store and we went out to a course and threw, threw a little bit more. Again, not very good, but I, I started to feel like, hmm, I think I could try to try to get used to this and try to get better at it because I just, my competitive side just wanted to be good at it. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't give up on it that quickly. Uh, and then anyway, we eventually um, ended up living, landing in Colorado and living there for a few years. Mm. Um, and the disc golf there is just out of this world. Mm-hmm. And Honestly, if I didn't have the support or, you know, even just the local clubs, um, shout out to Long Peak Disc Golf Club in Longmont, Colorado. Um, if I didn't have people like that around me to to show me the ropes and kind of have that, that amazing group uh, of disc golfers, I, I don't think that I would be where I am right now. It was just they just took you took you in and um it was amazing Mm -hmm. and so yeah ever since then about 2016 I played my first PDGA event Mm -hmm. and uh, I've been I've been hooked ever since and every weekend is pretty much a disc golf weekend (laughs) for me and you were (laughs) you were living in Loveland Colorado for a while right I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's so funny because before you were there, I worked in Loveland for about seven years. (laughs) I grew up in Denver, and then uh, when my husband and I first got married, we lived in Fort Collins and then worked in in Loveland for quite some time. Oh, sweet. Yeah, like probably one of the things I miss the most about Colorado is the food, (laughs) like especially the Mexican food. Did you ever go to Big City Burrito in Loveland? Um, did I? I might have, honestly. I don't know if I have. I know that I know that Tom has before, okay. but I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, I. It's like I want to recommend to you checking it out while you're out there, but like it's not good for your health. But oh my gosh, like every Tuesday they have a potato burrito deal, and that was like my Tuesday for two years. So again, oh definitely overall good for my health that I. That's so not funny. There. And actually. Honestly, yeah, go ahead. No, it's funny because uh, I'm originally from New York. Right, and so, right. you know, our, our big thing is pizza, right? right? I mean, that makes sense. And so coming, so, I mean, we I've eaten Mexican food before and, you know, whatever. But coming out to Colorado, right. it's like pizza is is as to New York as Mexican food is to Colorado, I feel right. like. And oh, um, yeah. so I think I, yeah, I definitely had started to eat more Mexican than I had ever done in my entire life (laughs) when I moved into Colorado. That's so true. Yeah, my dad is from New York. So like I grew up in Colorado, just going to all these places with him, searching for the perfect New York style pizza and the perfect malt. Mm -hmm. And like he never found it. (laughs) We kept looking. It's so hard. It's so hard. I think my closest one, so if anybody's looking for, uh, pretty close New York style pizza that I have been to at least to in Colorado. Um, and I think it's a chain, honestly, yeah. like a smaller scale chain. Um, I think it's called Abo's. Um, okay. they, they're just sort of kind of sporadically throughout maybe just Northern Colorado. I don't know, but anyway, they were pretty good. He, yeah. I guess the, the chef learned, uh, how to do New York pizza 
from somebody in New York. So anyway, if you're looking for that, then <laughs> <Right> <laughs> go <on>. there. <laughs> so did you grow up playing sports at all uh, before you got to disc golf? I did. Uh, okay. Sports was a huge part of my uh, upbringing. I played a sport every season. So I played um, volleyball, basketball, mm-hmm. and softball. Right um, so that that's kind of what fueled me to have to learn how to play disc golf because mm-hmm. I, I had to give it the time, right? Every right. sport that we played when we we're younger, it just you ha- you, you spend so many hours uh, learning the sport, learning the fundamentals, and so I even as an adult, I had to remember, you know, I can't give up this quickly, especially learning disc golf mm-hmm. at at I guess sort of an older age, mm-hmm. you know, being twenty six or so. Um, it was harder. It was harder for me to push myself to mm. want to learn all of the, you know, the key fundamentals to the sport. But I had to remember, you know, my roots and that it takes time and you have to, you have to give it some, some love before, before you're good at something. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, that's, that's totally what fueled me to keep, keep up with, with mm. this golf. Yeah. Cause you got pretty good, pretty fast. And mm-hmm. in 2017, you took third at Amateur Worlds. And I was wondering if you could talk yep. a little bit about that experience. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like you said, it, it, everything happened pretty quickly. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, my first PDJ event was May of 2016. I played rec- recreation uh, women, and um, there was only a couple of us. And I did really well. I did well enough that I would have won advanced women's and you know i had no idea i didn't know how pdj i didn't know how pdj events ran i didn't know like I, what i was up against mm-hmm. i i barely knew anybody in in the colorado disc golf scene you know mm-hmm. at that point so um so yeah it, so right shortly after that i i just moved right up to advanced i i just figured you know i, I am kind of on the fast track being a little bit older mm-hmm. um so when 2017 hit I had, you know, I had played so many events through 2016, uh, even just from May <laughs> May on, that I had accumulated enough points to qualify for Am Worlds for 2017, and that was my that was my biggest goal for 2017 was to make it to Am Worlds, um, and so that's what I did. You know, I saved up some some PTO time from work to to make the trip out to. Illinois and Iowa um, for the 2017 AM World. I was putting in a lot of work to uh, social media and to my local club. I became um, a board member in 2017 for the Disc Golf Club. I just wanted to be as engulfed in the disc golf scene as Mm -hmm. I possibly could. Um, And yeah, and then I made it to AM World. And Again, I think it was, I was kind of in the same mindset. It was a little bit of a flashback this past weekend to mm. probably my M World experience. I was, I had no expectations. Mm. I was just playing. I knew I belonged, but I didn't, um, I didn't put any pressure on myself to, to do anything. I had no goals. Um, I just wanted to, to play well and, and see what I was up against and see how I, how I could do. And, uh, yeah, fortunately, I, again, played well enough to pretty much land on, you know, lead card the entire experience mm-hmm. at Am World. And, um, and it was just, it was crazy. I, 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 it, it was probably something that I tell everybody who's an amateur to try to make it to Am World. Mm-hmm. 
even just for the experience um, to, to play with people that um, are, are around the same level as you yeah. or better than you. Um, and and just, just go. You never know what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Um, so, yeah, and, and ultimately, I was fortunate enough to meet Paige Pierce mm-hmm. a few weeks before Anne World at Rocky Mountain Women's uh, Championships in in Colorado, and I had done really well at that one. And I, I guess she had noticed me and and took took something uh, away from you know took something from the way I was presenting myself there. And um, she had put in a good word to mm-hmm. to dynamic this. And again, luckily I did well enough at Am Worlds as well to uh, sort of helped me to get that sponsorship, which they presented to me at Amworld, which, again, my experience at Amworld was out of this world. So, right. uh, you know, you just really never know what's going to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's great. <laughs> and so yeah. once you got the Dynamic Discs sponsorship after Amworld, mm-hmm. is that when you decided to go pro? I did. And, and you know, we'll never know if it was too soon or, or, or not, mm-hmm. um, but... In my opinion, it was it was just right. I hadn't really planned on going, you know, trying to go back to Am Worlds and get that title. Mm-hmm. For me, third was above and beyond what I could have even hoped for going into it. So, um, a lot of the time, people will go back and try to get that get that trophy, um, and which is which is super cool. Mm-hmm. But I just knew that I was playing with some of the women at Am Worlds. You know, I was around one of the oldest there um as far as i as far as i know um and so yeah it was just kind of mm-hmm. kind of my time to at least try it out test it out and uh yeah so i, I moved up shortly after played come came back to colorado played a few um played a few pro events you know got beat mm-hmm. pretty good <laughs> but it was okay mm-hmm. i i learned a lot and i think that's that's again just all part of where I am today mm-hmm. is going through those those first struggles. So. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And yeah. you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier that you're you're touring pretty full time this year, and you're now yeah. on the Dynamic Discs tour team, which is really cool. Yeah. So can you talk a little mm-hmm. bit about what your tour plans are for this season? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's it's obviously an evolving thing Mm -hmm. we're gonna make it as far as we possibly can and hopefully with everyone's support and and dynamic just support i can make it happen for the whole year right now i'm i'm signed up for events through i think may Mm -hmm. um so i'm i have this the few uh california Mm -hmm. events um and then, uh, you know, I hope to sign up for Beaver State Fling and, and everything after that. So I plan to pretty much follow the Disc Golf Pro Tour and some of the national tour events. Um, I also hope to play some smaller events uh, in between and then continue on to basically mimic what I did last year, last summer, um, the whole summer kind of East Coast swing as well. So, yeah, I should be at almost all of the big events and uh, – that's at least the plan for now. Um, so I have fundraiser discs. If anybody wants to yeah. help support me, stay out there. Um, those are big, big, big part of what's going to keep me out on tour. Um, so yeah, just send me a message if you if you want one. And help awesome. me out. They're twenty five. 
I was going to ask if you have any of the Gannon Cannon stamps left, because that's like one of the coolest stamps I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, shout out to, to Left Light um, for helping me out with that design. Um, yeah, I actually just sold out of my first set of nice. one of them, but nice. uh, I did. I do have another batch coming. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely post about those once I have them. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. So do you have a tournament that you're most looking forward to this season? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, it's probably a little cliche, but Beaver State Swing yeah. uh, sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love I love Oregon. Mm. Um, and also, I'm kind of I'm, I'm looking forward to the Portland Open. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know much about the courses, but sure. again, Oregon's just like a really cool state awesome. that would have probably been my second choice to, to move to if, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I didn't have so many, uh, friends or ties to Colorado, yeah. but, um, yeah, it's definitely Beaver State Swing. That's um, great. and also I played De La Viega, so mm-hmm. I mean, it's a tough course and yeah. California is cool and, you know, so I'm, I'm looking forward to Santa Cruz Masters Cup yeah. as well. Have you played the Beaver State Fling before? No. Okay. Awesome. Have you played Milo before though? No, I okay. haven't. But awesome. I just, I yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just always sounds like such a oh yeah a cool place. Everyone loves it, and so oh, yeah. you know the hype is kind of getting Definitely. me hyped up. Right? <laughs> no, I'm yeah. sure it would be fantastic. Uh, so, did you do you have any goals going into this season? I I didn't really. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I before before this past weekend, I didn't really have too many set goals. I wanted to develop those, but I, I also kind of wanted to sort of get this first event yeah. out of the way to, before I started thinking too hard about <laughs> my, my more specific goals. Um, I, I, I think I was talking to Paige Bierkis and she, you know, she has very specific mm-hmm. goals that she's looking to, to hit. And me, I, she asked me the same question and I was just like, trying to build their bag what are five discs that you would recommend they put in their bag so putters 
uh, I'll start there. I think a putter that I would always recommend because they work for me and they are a great a great beginner friendly putter as well uh, would be the Dynamic Disc Deputy. Mm-hmm. Um, super straight to understable. They they're great for putting. Uh, they're they're nice and direct for putting, um, and then for throwing even they're nice and understable and they're going to work for, for any, any arm speed. Um, so definitely the deputy then for mid ranges, I would go with the latitude 54 fuse mm-hmm. again, nice and dead straight, even a little bit understable, um, super easy to throw kind of have the, the glide and feel of a putter, but, um, they go as far as a mid, as a mid range. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely a must for anybody. Um, uh, then for fairway drivers, I would go with the, uh, I would go with the diamond by latitude 64. Um, one I like to throw, which I think is a pretty underrated disc is the, uh, hatchet by West, mm-hmm. West side disc. Oh, yeah. Um, love that disc. Yeah. Super straight. Uh, even a little bit understable. I mean, these are all going to be those straight to understable mm-hmm. discs that, uh, even, um, me as a professional still throw to this mm-hmm. day. Um, and then distance driver, I would go with, let's see, let's see, let's see. Probably the, well, okay, I guess for me, I throw the trust pass. They're mm-hmm. probably a little bit too stable for a, a you know, new beginner woman, but, um, Still, you can find some lightweight ones and some air trespasses, too, out there that uh, they'll be a little bit overstable, but that's still a great disc to have for any arm speed. Um, You want those reliable, uh, nice and overstable discs in your bag, even as a beginner. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also probably the Renegade. The Renegade, again, is a nice, understable disc. Uh, It's also a distance driver. I think it's like 11 speed. and is that five? I think <laughs> I so. Know. I was just going to let okay. you keep going. Those are all great recommendations. <laughs> there's, so many, there's so many. Oh, even the breakout. The breakout is, is super beginner friendly. That's by Dynamic yeah. Disc dynamic as well. Yeah. yeah, that just looks really cool. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen it quite out in the wild yet, I don't think. I have a friend who throws hatchets, and I threw some of hers, and that's a really cool disc. Nice. Yeah, I yeah. I recommended that to somebody in Colorado and she said she just loves it. Yeah. Loves it, loves it, so. Awesome. Yeah. I feel like that disc would work especially well in Colorado at elevation with yes. all the weirdness Definitely. that happens there. But anyway. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'll be going to Colorado next yeah. uh, to, you know, hang out with my people and also play uh, a super fun beep here up in Fort Collins. Uh, yeah. St. Patty's Day Meltdown. Yeah. That, yeah. That B tier that's at Edora, right? Yes. Yeah, yes, that yes. was that's my like first course. I I lived nice. for a while like half a mile from there, so that was the first uh yeah, the first course I had to play on for a while cuz that was like the only course in Fort Collins. Uh um, nice. and that's nice. all we played at. But yeah, that's the St. Patty's Meltdown, right? Yep. So yeah, yeah so uh, I'm now that I'm I'm kind of used to sea level-ish. I right. know that I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to lean on my hatchets and, and more understable stuff when I'm up there. So I have to remember how to throw an elevation again. <laughs> <Wonderful>. <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking with me. Uh, any shout outs? Uh, where can people find you? 
Yeah, sure. Um, so I post a lot. If you want to follow me, I post a lot on Instagram. Uh, my handle is at Missy underscore disc golf. Um, also, I have um, I have a more like professional page on Facebook. So follow me there. I think that is also at Missy Disc Golf, all one word. Um, but it's my my name, Missy Gannon, with my PDJ number eight five nine four two. Um, so anything that you want to follow, follow me for disc golf stuff. Those are the two main platforms. Um, I would love to accept all of your friend requests on my personal <laughs> Facebook page, but unfortunately that's probably not going to happen. Um, so I'm sorry if you've friend requested me there and I haven't accepted it. It's just kind of been crazy. So <laughs> just go and follow me on those other pages and, and you'll see everything you want to, you want to see. Um, and then, yeah, just, you know, shout out to everyone who has sent me messages encouraging me, especially over this last weekend. A lot of people from all around the country, which is just like crazy to me now. I, I still don't really can't quite grasp like how much I'm like in out there uh, in the world, I guess. It's just yeah. crazy. I don't know. Um, and uh, of course, shout out to my caddy and life partner tom <laughs> seven he's just awesome and yeah finally just dynamic just they're super helpful and supportive and i they're just such a great family to be a part of and i'm so i'm so lucky to have mm-hmm. them behind me so Wonderful. that's about it yeah <laughs> and i believe you're signed yeah. up for uh, rocky mountain women's this year i am yes awesome. i i almost forgot because it's every two years you right. know you kind of it's hard to think about those things but um apparently when i had i had won in advance two years ago and the part of the prize which i thought oh, wow. ray yeah. woodruff when yeah ray woodruff had kind of just said it to me was like now i want to see you back here for your free entry into uh the fpo division and i i just kind of shrugged it off like i thought it was a joke but <laughs> apparently that was not a joke and uh yeah so uh that was really cool to get in there and uh yeah i'll be there in the field field very cool i'm i'm like 80 percent sure i'm gonna be out there for that so i'll come say hi so awesome Awesome. (laughs) well missy (laughs) thanks again best of luck to you this season and uh yeah hopefully we'll see you on some more video coverage i hope so too thank you so much for having me The Kansas City Disc Golf Divas are passionate about creating unforgettable disc golf experiences for women and girls of all ages. Join the Divas on May 11th for the fifth annual Diva Spring Fever held at Rosedale Park in Kansas City. This women's two-round event is part of the Heartland Women's Series and sure to be one of the highlights of your disc golf season. To register or to sponsor the event, visit igotthefeva.com, that's igotthefeva.com, where you can also keep updated on women's league nights, upcoming diva events, and volunteer opportunities. Thank you so much for listening to the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast. If you like the podcast, if you would be so kind to rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform that you are listening on, that helps other people find the show. Also, if you're interested in supporting the podcast, you can go to ladiesofthechains.com and click on the support button. We will be back next week with an all new discussion episode. We love to hear from you. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you have topic ideas, You can email me at ladiesofthechains at gmail.com or find us on social media. Have a great week and we'll catch you next time on the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast.